All right, we're here. Welcome to episode 36 of Versus Mike History. I am your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are on your preferred platform, let us know. We'll do our best to change that. You can stay up to date with Versus Mike History by subscribing to our newsletter and find any further information at versusmikehistory.com. Why am I so insistent upon giving out to them that blackness, that black power, that black pushing them to identify with uh, 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 black culture. I think that's what you're asking. It's, it's, I have no choice over it in the first place. To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world, black people. I mean, and I mean that in every, every sense, uh, outside and inside. It ain't a question Oh, it ain't no one for guessing No more than emotionally invested Showing you all my imperfections Oh, if I let you, don't take me for granted Yeah, if I were to, then you could manage Manage, yeah Open with me, oh, we could be honest Closer to me, oh, giving me silence you what's good my guy what's good how you feeling i feel good how are you um i'm chilling you know like i've been on a nice little run Mm -hmm. in terms of interviews and bouncing around on other people's shows so i've been keeping myself busy but yeah yeah you've been releasing a lot that's lit but um yeah welcome to the show once again Friend of the show, Sester God is in the building. Yo. And um, yeah, we're going to get into it. So let's get started. <clears throat> okay. All right. So let's start. Um, I usually start the show out with shout outs. Okay. So, I mean, do you have any <laughs> shout outs to give to anybody? Um, any shout outs? You can say no. I mean, it's fine. Damn, off the top of my head, I don't really, nah. Nobody did a solid for you this week that you could, did for me? Did a solid for me. Well, shout out to my dad then. Mm-hmm. He did a solid, took me grocery shopping. Okay. Shout out to my mom. She dropped me off some dinner. That was lit. That's lit. Yeah. Shout out to basically like my family, mm-hmm. my friends as well. Word. Yeah, shout out to the family holding it down. Um, I don't think I really have any shout outs to be perfectly honest. I usually do, but uh it, the week I shout out to the week going by quickly. Yeah. Quick um, was it quick? Am I, I felt like the Mine's just like slow quick. Mm. It still felt slow, but here we are at Friday, so Word. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, thank God for the weekend. Shout out to the weekend. Yeah, facts. So if anything. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay, pushing forward though, uh, I usually start the show after leading with love, as I call it, um, doing like a black spotlight. So I just okay. wanted to talk about this really quickly. Eric Hale is the first black man to be named Teacher of the Year in Texas. 
which is I th- which I thought was something to uh, acknowledge. Yeah, for sure. So, um, a first grade teacher at Dallas, Texas Elementary School has recently made history after becoming the first black man black man to win Texas Teacher of the Year. Eric uh, Hale or Hale works at okay. He works at Burnett Elementary uh, Elementary was featured and was featured on the Kelly Club earlier this year. Hale has been recognized for his use of involving music to help children learn. So I just wanted to shout out to him and highlight that black male educators are the answer to all the problems that you seek in your problems in the education system. Not all of them. Excuse me. Really? But they are, it it is a big, they're needed for sure. It is a huge aspect that's missing within the education system. Um, so I just wanted to put a spotlight on that. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We could get into new music now. So um Yeah. So well I guess before we get into new music, I just we'll I will just touch on you for a little bit and oh, how you been and what you've been up to. Oh man. Um you know, I've been good. I've been busy. So that's been like you know, interesting, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy about it. I'm focused. I'm in school. I'm working. I'm you know trying to manage a whole bunch of things, but right. it's been going. So I'm trying to you know keep my head down, do what I gotta do, and then when I have some time to relax, it's lit. Lord, that's what's up. Yeah, that's really all I've really been up to. Yeah, and like. Are you, how are you feeling about like the next couple months in terms of COVID and? <sighs> Honestly, I really don't know how I feel about it. I'm, mm-hmm. it seems as though things are like heading back to like, you know, quarantine. We're going to be in the house, yeah. really not going anywhere. So like my main focus is just like being comfortable. Word. Like I'm really trying to focus on how like whatever is going to happen within the next com- couple of months that it like, I'm good at home i feel good like all my things are set up because like you know no one expected it the first time it came around like it just came out of nowhere we were unprepared for everything so like just trying to be more prepared Mm -hmm. i guess and all and like you know hope for the damn best because it's crazy out here these days yeah and like i mean at the end of the day i feel like working from home isn't the worst thing in the world for the people who have the opportunity to but it's still well we still have to factor in the people who have to go out and work and get all of these uh like who have to go out in the field and experience the nasty air that's filled with this disease and go out and interact with other people who i mean who they otherwise wouldn't even be coming into contact with right so yeah i don't know i don't know i just wanted to ask you about that because i feel like it's a lot of weird stuff going on in terms of like how the virus is coming back and who it's affecting now. Like they're saying it's affecting rural areas um, mostly. Really? Yeah. And um, I just think that's interesting because, um, you know, it didn't really affect them in the first place. In the, the, well, the first go around. Yeah. And now with the second wave coming around, it's like, oh, we got to worry about, is it worrying about the same places that were heavily in, infested and uh before or are we worrying about places that didn't get hit heavy before so right yeah i don't know but we're not gonna stay on such a negative tip yeah we're gonna (laughs) (laughs) 
I just wanted to talk about uh, life for and be honest about life yeah, for a little for bit sure. for a sec. But um, we could get into new music now. So, in terms of new music, I I mean it's we're recording this on Friday, so um everything that's that dropped for the weekend has just came out, and right. we haven't you know really digested everything as the way we should. Uh, yeah, that's just a <laughs> disclaimer, but uh. Yeah, so I know that Sweetie and Janae Aiko, they dropped that Back to the Streets uh, record. And um, Twitter was in an uproar because Sweetie mm-hmm. did that little Instagram live with uh, with Quavo on the back. And she was talking about how... The Birkin bag? Yeah. <laughs> if a guy doesn't buy you a Birkin bag, then, you know, send them back to the streets. And, you know, all the males, all the men got upset on um, mm-hmm. on Twitter talking about... How, oh, that's how you value yourself and da 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 da. But oh you know, oh my goodness, it's 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 actually funny. <laughs> it's actually comedic how serious men take themselves. Like when women are, you know, entertaining at best. Yeah, like shut up. First of all, you know, as a person, I'm sure that's not all she values. But like, I guess. She's trying to set a standard, like, you know, for women. Like, what is this nigga bringing to the table, actually? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Like, obviously. Like, I'm sure if it wasn't a Birkin bag and, like, one of her friends was like, yeah, but this nigga does da 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 and he's like, legit, mm-hmm. and he saw it, like, she would still be like, oh, bet. Right. Lit. Like, I don't think that she would be like, nah, he ain't buy you a Birkin bag, so fuck that nigga. Like, no. Shut up. I, I think that broke people shouldn't be speaking on rich nigga activities. That's facts. Because you can't even. what I think for real. But. Like, it just doesn't apply to us. It doesn't have, it has nothing to do with our way of living. For you lifestyle. to analyze it in that way, like it actually does. Yeah. And you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it doesn't. For them like, to are be, you buying your girlfriend a Birkin bag? No. Exactly. And for them to be entertainers <laughs> and you to take it as, as if um, they're being dead ass serious. Or if you feel as though you needed to, you need to apply this piece of information to your life. Like that's weirdo time. Like to me, at least. a lot of people are weirdo time, especially on social media. Yeah, everyone so. has something to say about something. It's like if it if it doesn't apply, let it fly. That's what they say, right? Precisely. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. So they dropped that joint. I only heard it uh, once, but it ain't that bad. It's it's uh. It ain't that bad. I'm personally. It ain't, it ain't my speed, but. Yeah, I'm personally okay with not listening to Sweetie's music, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. I mean, at least you're honest about I, it. I like her as a person. At least you're like, not, as a personality, though, yeah. I would say. You can say that and not be a hater. Like, I don't. No, no, no. No, nah, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, hater, I'm just saying in general, like, you could, like, you could say that and not be a hater because a lot of people mm-hmm. feel like they have to, like, big up somebody in order for it to be like no you could just be like that's not for me but because that's exactly what i was about to say like this not for me i don't think it was intended for me and i didn't take it in with the intention that it was for me but that's okay you know what i mean like that's not a big deal when i just listened to like you know the clip i was Mm. like word i like watching her videos though i mean yeah any you mean any female rapper who wants to drop a music video? They yeah. usually. And the the female rappers, 
I like them. Mm-hmm. I think they're mad cute. All I of them. Too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're mm-hmm. all like trying to stand for something and they're open and they're clear and like. Yeah, most of most of them use their platform responsibly. They There's do. a couple of that I fuck with that. That don't, but I mean, for every one female rapper that doesn't use her platform responsibly, there's who twenty. Do you think? There's twenty male rappers. <laughs> who um, that think? girl Asian doll who was talking about how Trump. Oh, I don't even know her. Yeah, she was talking about how Trump. Uh, she fuck with Trump because he giving away money. <laughs> really? That's what she said. Those her words. I ain't gonna speak down on the queen. I ain't gonna. I, say nothing i'm just telling you what she said out of her own mouth on social media interesting she fuck with i fuck with the nigga trump because he giving out money that's what she said nah niggas if you look around niggas is up right now like what whoa not quite but <laughs> nice try yeah at least well for the most part i like yeah you whatever know. yeah I, I ain't gonna kick her back in but <laughs> sorry sis. have you i've never heard anything that she's done do you nah not not that i can you know name off the top of my head but got you whatever gotcha. shout out to asian doll regardless um uh, read out sweetie um and uh what's next jeezy and yogati they got a new single out called back i didn't hear that at all me either i like jeezy though jeezy's cool yogati's cool yogati um, is cool too i don't like new jeezy i ain't gonna hold you I to be completely honest, I don't, I don't, I like Young Jeezy. Really, yeah, I don't like for Jeezy. Sure. Young Jeezy is that nigga. Jeezy, I don't know. You for me, like he, he hit a miss. I could believe that. I actually haven't given it a real like, try. Why are you not young no more? You for me, like that's sad. We're not trapping a dying. <laughs> I know we ain't trapping a dying. It ain't no recession and like nothing. Like we can't get no. How old is uh, Jeezy now? Old enough, which means what? I don't know. I would assume that he's in his late thirties. Oh, that's 40s. not that bad. To be a rapper, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so only no, there's only two niggas. That's not true. But <laughs> I was gonna say is well, it's like cause I was gonna say it's only two niggas that's like fifty plus rapping. That's just not true because I was gonna say Hove and like uh, M, but M not fifty. And yeah. and you got niggas like Slick Rick and shit too. So how old is Nas? Nas is young. He's uh forty, early forties. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else do we got though? Uh, her released a song, "Damage." That's what you heard. That's what you guys heard on the intro. Um, I think that song is pretty fire. Yeah, I love everything that her does. You know, oh, she can do same. no wrong. And now she done took the shades off. Look, <laughs> I'm ready for this era. Whatever whatever this era is about to give us, the shadeless era. I'm yeah, ready for it. Lit. She giving us the post uh dance hall, Ziggy Marley, Jamaica Fling era. The, the, I don't know she I don't know if she about to give us an album of heartbreak songs about an island man or she about to just hop into a completely different alien bag because she always gives a good mixture of both though i have to say yeah she does like she, she's like like calm spicy like i like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. she's like nigga you're not gonna play me yeah we're i think like, it's like don't she, forget i'm fire like yeah she's one of those artists who like adapts to the environment in terms of who she uh chooses to work with like yeah for sure so yeah, yeah. but like i feel like I feel like even that song that we played, 
even that is still a little bit more mature of a sound than what we've been getting from her. Like we still been getting really good songs, but like, I feel like she's consistently pushing the envelope in terms of how she wants her sound to develop. Yeah. Yeah. I could agree with that. So shout out to her. And what else we got? We got, uh, Rico nasty. She dropped a song with Gucci and Don Tolliver called don't like me. Mm. I did not hear it. No, no, I'm lying. I did hear it. Um, but I only heard it once and I didn't hear it all the way through. And I didn't hear Gucci's verse, so I'd rather not say whether I enjoyed it or not. Well, I didn't not enjoy it, but I can't really give you a, a full ver- verdict on how um it sounded. Yeah, how it sounded because I didn't, you know, whatever. Yeah, I didn't hear it. And that's pretty much on music. Uh, no, you got anything? Ty Dolla Sign. Ah, yes. Last but not least, but I was I was I well I was saying if you had anything uh, before Ty Dolla Sign. Well, I know that Xavier Omar dropped something. Did he now? He did, and I started listening to it like the first like three or four songs. Um, I love Xavier Omar. I think he's a really good artist. I went, I saw him a couple years ago, like super super up close, and he it was like mm-hmm. an actually really good concert had a good time and he sounded really good in person but um it definitely seemed a little bit more upbeat than what he usually puts down so like i'm interested to listen to the rest of it i think it sounded good for the first couple of songs that i did listen to though Mm. um but who made up that fake solange drop (laughs) i'm really tight like i'm like why would you do that like, what so, are you? What are you doing? That's so funny to me because when you sent it to me <laughs> the first time, news. <laughs> right? When you sent it to me, when you sent it to me the first time, I was like, I was like, oh shit, Solange is dropping a self-titled album. I th- and that I thought, was just and I'm too like, good to be true. And I'm like, this is a big deal because Beyonce just did that. You know what I mean? Like, and it was a big deal for her. So why wouldn't it? So why would it not be a big deal for Solange? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, that shit was fake as hell. How did you find out that it was fake? Cause I was just like, I could because it said it was dropping twelve p.m. Central. Cent- yeah, that Central was Standard weird. Time. So I thought that was weird at first, but then I was that like, was I was like, you know what, whatever, because it's digital, it's all digital, so whatever. Kanye be dropping at weird times like that too, so I was like, it ain't super out of the ordinary. Um, but then you sent me that last night, so then today I woke up and I was like, let me play the Solange album, and I went to her page and. It wasn't there, and I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? So what then I went to the tweet, there? and I was like, oh, this shit, not even a real page. I feel ah! stupid as hell. Like, <laughs> Fake news. Yeah, Add it again. Whack. You know they warned us about this. Yeah, that shit is super whack. This is crazy. This whole news shit is also something that we should be worried about. Yeah. Niggas don't know what's real and what's fake out here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, you got to be very cautious of the, the outlets you choose to... to um. The thing about news these days is that you have to follow the people who write your articles now. Like, yeah, like, like, bef- I, like, like, before, I actually know them niggas. Like, before you could just open a newspaper and read a bunch of articles and be like, all right, well, these are trusted people who are going to, you know, tell me what's happening in the world. Now you can't rely on that. You can't rely on that. You can't rely on that piece of what, of, uh, I don't even know. Fake news. 
you you have you literally have to read an article and then go see who wrote it and then go research that person and make sure that they're a credible source yeah literally and if they're a credible individual guy with a, a dog whole. as his avi or you know whatever oak oak shades or some shit <laughs> y'all know what y'all, y'all know who i'm talking about um <laughs> oh but let's get back to our last uh musical subject which is uh ty dallas on hmm so ty mm-hmm. he released his uh his album featuring Ty Dolla Sign and it has quite a lot of songs on the album and it has a quite a lot of features. I like the concept of it myself just because, Damn. you know, we always Keeping talk about everything. Yeah. We talk about how Ty Dolla Sign is on everybody's song. And so why not make an album with everybody on it? Uh, it has 25 songs. It features Kid Cudi, Post Malone, Kanye West, Anderson Pack, Thundercat, Quavo, Lil Dirk, Nicki Minaj, Big Sean, Roddy Rich, Mustard, Janae Aiko, Mustard, Kalani, Future, Young Thug, Gunna, Music Soul Child, Tish Hyman, Black, and FKA Twigs and Skrillex. So, yeah. Uh, that came out. I listened to all of it. Um, I listened to a couple songs more than once but i enjoy it you know i don't know how much i'll listen to it because i don't like r&b that's like party i don't like party r&b i feel that i feel that and like i don't think that this whole album is that way but Mm -hmm. i do think that the way that the industry is set up with how everything is basically ran out of california (laughs) um that whole vibe of like, oh, we're at the shore party all the time. Like, yeah, there's it's never time to sleep. We're always awake and shit. Like, I don't, I'm not really with that vibe. Like, I'm like a okay. slow jam type of nigga. And um, those sounds aren't really prevalent on this album as they might have been on albums such as like Free TC or something like that. But it's still a good album. It's still very melodic. Um, he utilizes his features in a proper way mm-hmm. and um i enjoy it what do you think um <clears throat> yeah i you know first listen i enjoyed it as well like you know what i mean i always enjoy um the way he puts his albums together like the flow of them they seem to make sense to me um i i like interludes myself i always love his interludes um so that's always like a fun surprise to me in an album uh but i feel that like party r&b like i definitely like it's it's very much like okay like we're going we're introducing we're going up then we're going down then we're going kind of up again and down again like it's like a i don't know it's it's a a steady bop i'd say Mm mm-hmm so I do understand what you mean with like the like the party R and B, but he can sing. It's so funny because he can sing his ass off. He's only singing in the church. But it's funny, but I liked it. There were some songs that obviously like better than others, mm-hmm. but I gotta listen to it again. All yeah, yeah, it wasn't. But first, listen. I, you know, I thought it was cool. Definitely. Um, I could see the hype behind it. Like how everybody could be like, "Oh, this is the." 
greatest sounding album. Da, 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 da. Not just not because of how good I think it is personally, but because of like the way it's the way it's being marketed as like the feature album with like utilizing everybody. And I do think that he did a really good job. I think I do think that it's noteworthy to to point out how well he did with utilizing his features because not a lot of people utilize their features in a way that you know help the song rather than them just having somebody who is popular featured on their record yeah that's for a more fact. streams every feature that he had like it was the perfect song for that artist mm-hmm. and it just shows you why he's so good at features right because right, right, he's right. able to adapt to the artist like you know what i mean like whoever he's working with he's like i know how to utilize myself so well that like I'm about to push your shit crazy. And it, it just, I think it worked out pretty well hmm. for both parties. Word. And it kind of reminded me like him moving into this, like, you know how like uh, producers make those albums with all the artists that they produce a lot of music for? Mm-hmm. Like Mustard and yeah, Khaled and all of them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like kind of, oh, Calvin Harris, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it reminded me of that type of like theme obviously because he had like a million artists on there so word but shout out to Ty Dolla Sign. word him. yeah shout out to the <laughs> album go listen to featured featuring Ty Dolla Sign. word and um I think that's pretty much it for music like I like not a lot of music dropped this week it was a big old drop last week so I think everybody was just trying to take a cool uh, t- trying to I'm waiting for Smino. Or did he drop already? He always be like, October is dropped-tober. He ain't dropped shit yet. That's funny as hell. Um, <laughs> I mean, he still got a week left. He got. That's what I literally thought about that today. I was like, this ain't got a week. So, yeah. I don't know. I, um, I haven't been keeping up, but if Smino does drop a project, I'll be looking forward to it. Word. But I think that's pretty much it for music. You got anything else? No. All right. All right, um, did you see the Lovecraft finale? Yes, I did. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Oh it was really sad. Uh, was it sad? Or I guess it was sad. It was kind of sad. I was really hoping that he wouldn't die. I love mm-hmm. Atticus. Fine ass. I think that... <laughs> oh, excuse me. And I was like really hoping that there would be a way to get around it like you know just hoping and hoping even though you kind of knew that like nah like there's no way to get around this word it's like, gotta die i knew that he had to die when him and his father were arguing and his father was like oh it's just one of multiple realities and atticus is like yeah sure like <laughs> you know what i mean like but in his heart he knew that like yo this is the reality that we live in and in this reality, I have to die. Um, I thought it was good overall, though. I definitely feel like it wrapped up the story that was... I feel like it wrapped up nicely the story that began at the beginning of the season. And throughout the season, I mean, this show is notorious for, like, feeling like you just don't know what's going on or, like, you don't know yeah, what's happening. kind of, yeah. Or, like, just bouncing around in general. Yo. But... <laughs> It definitely wrapped up in a way that incorporated everything that happened. And I appreciate that because um, I feel as though if the show would have ended in a way that excluded 
any type of information that we have really received along the way of getting to the finale, mm-hmm. then it would have just took away from the quality of the show. Yeah, it would have been detrimental to how people perceived it. Do you think that there would be able to be another like season? Um, I don't think so, to be honest. I didn't think so either. Like, to be honest, either. I I think that if they did do another season of the show, it would have to be a different cast altogether. It just wouldn't mm. make sense to try to continue the story from where it left off. Yeah. There would definitely have to be some type of time jump, whether it was like twenty years or like however however long. Yeah. Um, you just can't start it from there because it's like where where what are we moving forward from at that point? You know what I mean? Like this huge event had happened and the whole season serves as one event to me. It doesn't I don't look at this the season finale as one event. Because sometimes you go you have a show and the season finale or what's leading up to the season finale event that's happening in the show mm-hmm. versus some shows the whole season is what's happening. You know what I mean? That's the event. Like, oh, yeah. this happens in the be- like like it kind of happens in the beginning and then it unfolds throughout. And that show is kind of like the opposite where like it kind of just unraveled throughout the whole thing rather than you getting the whole full scope of what's going on in the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. They kind of just put a lot of down your down your throat in the beginning. But um, it worked out surprisingly. You know what I mean? It's not a lot of shows. It's not a lot of people who could put together shows that wrap up that nicely that um, also bounce around that often, like, and touch on so many different topics, like black po- like black power and Afrofuturism and right. Tulsa Massacre and It was a lot horror and, Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, every, yeah, everything, everything. There's just a lot. It bounced around a lot. And it touched on a lot of topics that relate to us as a culture, but, um, you know, directed them effectively. Uh, directed them, uh, affected them directly. Directly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> fucking up my words, and, uh, in the first season. But, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. And, um, you yeah, know, I don't think it needs to come back. I don't think it needs to come back. I think First of all, good. I'm so sorry, but that one episode when the um the sister and you know she's in this relationship with like oh she's turning to the white lady and going while back and they're forth. having oh yeah no that See, was ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, bro, why are they doing this right now? Like, yeah, no, one that of the. Was the grossest craziest shit i've ever seen in my life yeah i'm not gonna hold you that the the transformation the transformations in that show were wild like literally skin falling off and just blood and it was too it was was extremely gory gory. oh my god and usually i'm not like i'm not big on i'm not the type of person that's like oh this is too much or this is going over the top but here i felt like it was to the point where it's like yo like we saw this in one episode, why do we need this in every episode? Like, oh I just don't think gosh, it's necessary. This lady like, turning into a white woman and then she's and doing this forth. while she's having sex. Literally, really, really. Like that was a lot. That was a lot. I was like, very excessive. That was pain- that was painful. Very excessive, but you know, it is what it is. People are always gonna go for that shock value when creating mm-hmm. television. So, yeah. Um, I think that's it for TV pretty much. I mean, what have you been watching other 
besides Lovecraft? Girlfriends. Facts. I've been watching Girlfriends. What season are you on? Four. I'm on three. Yeah. That show, like, Joan gets crazier every season. Yo, Joan be wildin'. Wildin', like, I don't understand it. Like, it's, She sabotages herself for like, no I don't, reason. Yeah, no like, reason. I don't really. Um, what's McCullough is beautiful, though. I love looking Tony at her. Or Maya, Lynn. Not Lynn. Um, Maya. Tony. No, Tony's Tony. the best friend. Maya's the assistant. Lynn is the Tony. roommate. Tony. I Tony love looking at her. Beautiful. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous, astounding, magnificent. And I think she's kind of funny. Like she's, she's hilarious. <laughs> she's the funniest person on that show easily. She's always talking shit. Always, always shit. easily. That shit is so funny. She's like, I'm shallow, but at least I recognize it and I use it to my advantage. Like, <laughs> and she's so beautiful. So like, yeah, yeah. Yo, Joan and Geisel, she, woof. That. <laughs> I don't understand how she even gets wow. to be in those types of situations where, you know. Yeah. But so, yeah, I've been lost watching Girlfriends. Um, how about any of the other I black shows? Kinda, I started one-on-one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one-on-one is my shit. I used to watch that faithfully back in the day. Yeah, same. One-on-one like, was cool. That shit was funny as hell. I just didn't want to start it while I was watching Girlfriends. I just, you know what I mean? Like. It's, we're in such a good time where we're getting all these black shows on Netflix that I didn't just want to watch them. They Love Jones back. Well, how many times are you going to watch it? <laughs> That's my favorite movie to watch. Like, Seriously. Honestly. I went to the drive-in in Newark and I saw it too. It was a great experience actually. And you just buy it. I do. I absolutely do. But, but yeah, no, I feel like I feel like since we're getting all of these these black shows that everybody's just like running and rushing to watch mm-hmm. them. But like, yo, like, you don't know how long they're gonna be on here. You don't, you know what I mean. So I'd rather enjoy them one by one rather than trying to watch them all at the same time. Yeah, like, it's too much. It's like it's TV, like it's actual TV again. Like, no, like I have <laughs> the, I have the luxury of watching one at a time, and the other not going anywhere. Yeah. But um, yeah. I watch. I'm I'm kind of into like murder documentaries. I love doc. I mean, I I don't. So. I'm into love doc uh, murder documentaries too. Um. So I just watched. I watch a lot of. I watch like first forty eight and like, uh, sixty days in and shit like that. Oh nah. Yo, first forty eight is crazy. Like they'll dead ass show a whole dead body. Like. Yeah no. Bullet holes, ran over by a car, stabbed. That's crazy. (laughs) Just the body, and then they'll put a little blur, little small ass blur circle. I think I just watched. I don't know. I don't remember the exact name of it, but like. The American like mm-hmm. the American story, tragedy about tra- that guy like, with who his killed his wife. Nuts. First of all, people are nuts. Yeah, people are really nuts. I feel like <laughs> I feel like murder documentaries took the place of like scary movies. Yeah, kind of like real shit. Like that's happening in the world. Took place because what like, scary movies are like? The scary movies aren't scary anymore. They're like trash. What's her name? Tina Paulson. Is that her name? That the one that's on um, American Horror Story. No, oh. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. It's a team. Mm. Um, I wanted to watch her new show on Netflix. Oh, Ratched. Yeah, I want to yeah. watch that. I heard about that, too. I heard mixed reviews about it, so I wasn't going to give it a shot. Mm, Rather okay. just, you know, whatever. See it in passing. I also saw The Haunting of Hill House, and now they have a spinoff of Haunting of Hill House. Don't know why, but I haven't watched the, the spinoff yet. But mm. 
I did like Haunting of Hill House. That shit was kind of crazy. I heard that the whatever spinoff you're talking about there. Um, it's like something manner. Yeah. So I heard that um, that was uh, actually pretty scary. Scarier than the Haunting of Hill House? I didn't see Hill House either. Hill House wasn't that that scary, but it was still like. Scared and typical. I wouldn't say scarier than typical. Mm. Eerie. Mm. I'd say. Yeah. Scary is very. uh, It's not really a lot of scary movies. There aren't really scary movies anymore. It's just. They're just. Yo, what happened to Candyman? Did that ever come out? Nah, it got pushed to um, August of next year. Got it. Yeah. But I guess we can wrap up on movies and TV and stuff there. Mm -hmm. Um. I do want to stay on Netflix just for a little bit, just because they have that podcast. Um, okay, now listen with Scotty Beam and uh, Sylvia Obel, mm-hmm. and she was talking about this one thing that I wanted to play uh, on here about like rosters and stuff like that, and get your opinion on it. So I'm gonna play this real quick. This seems like a lot to juggle, especially for somebody <laughs> like me who was only used to juggling about one, two niggas tops. So what are some of the best ways to manage my roster once it's built? Like Listen. what if the TV guy wants to talk about his binge when it's FaceTime guy's time, and but you also have spent the weekend with IRL boo and everybody's mad at you because you're not picking up their calls. Like how do you how do you manage this roster? You don't ex- first of all, I don't explain anything to anyone. Nobody <laughs> Y'all gotta <laughs> stop. Every savage response is killing me because I Because like, I don't <laughs> who are you explaining this to and why? Well, I mean, like if you're with the if you're hanging out with the IRL boo, yeah, at your house for the weekend, and he mm-hmm. sees niggas blowing up your phone, why would you ask me questions about it? You ain't my nigga. Okay. You're not my boyfriend. And that's another thing. You gotta remind yourself. I know a lot of women do this, like where you know they use cuffing season as the season to show some nigga that they're wifey material. No. That's not what this is about. <laughs> I'm not wifey material. I'm, I'm, you're not boyfriend material. I'm, we're hanging out and use it all the time. Like, it's not, we're just hanging out. We're, we're chilling with each other. We're cool. I don't owe you any explanation for the shit that I do, for so the calls ask, that I get. You better not ask me nothing. No, don't ask me. And I won't ask and, you. And, 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 and if, and the FaceTime boo was like, you ain't FaceTime me all week. Like, all week. It's like, I was busy. Don't I was tied up. It was cr- yeah, I was tied up. I was tied up. I was doing a bunch of shit. It was a bunch of shit going on. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> kind of wanted to get your, in- your, your insight on that and your thoughts because it's very interesting. <laughs> uh, I, I want to start by saying that I feel like if men, I feel like men get killed for that regularly. Like, I feel like men, Always get, go, hmm? Get killed? Yeah, like, I feel like if we were to approach a situation where, you know, we're casually dating, which men don't have the luxury of doing because we're supposed to be looking. Whoa, we're supposed to be looking for a mate. That's first and foremost. But moving, That's not true. Nah. You know damn well mm-hmm. that mo- not most guys, not every guy is looking for a mate. A lot of guys are dating just to date. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people don't end up in relationships. No. Okay, that's fair. Cause 
like they do y'all casually date trust me right almost too casually <laughs> but go well ahead. <laughs> well this is what i'll say you know uh when it comes to casual dating i feel like it's there's more pressure on us to not casually date and okay. and <laughs> you know if we were to say something like oh we have a roster or something like that and i know that it's like let's be real we're all adults everybody like does their own thing but it's like yeah. for you to openly talk about how you don't need to be given other people your time that you choose to entertain doesn't really make sense to me like what's the point of entertaining them if you don't want to give them any of your time and you don't want to explain to them when you're busy well when you put it that way that makes sense like mm -hmm. I, I don't i'm not i mean I don't you, you think... don't have to agree with the video you can agree with me if you want to no i i think it's like i would say on both ends like if it's clear that the male is casually dating and the female is casually dating and it's like you know mm -hmm. this we're just you know hanging out we're just cool like you know i think that every, like you said we're all adults i think that conversation can be had um and I think the conversation is had when, you know, one person or the other is, you know, picking up on something or maybe feelings are changing. And then it's like, all right, let me kind of assess what's actually going on. Because at first, you know, you always start out. Well, I don't know about always, but like you will start out as being cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like the basis of this is that you clearly don't dislike this person. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like that's the basis of all relationships at all, period. Um, but so you know i think that conversation can be had and if it's like on both ends like yeah like you know like we're just cool then that's how it should like continue i i don't i'm not in favor of like playing kind of like trying to play games with it though like so do you think that like the situations that they were describing in the video is like playing games or is that just like uh, if it's understood with everybody all parties that mm -hmm. like yo i'm not looking to date anyone i'm doing my own thing mm -hmm. then no that's not playing games because right. if i've already told you like you know if we are not in that space then just like she said like why are you asking me or why am i asking you like mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that doesn't even matter right. but in the event that like no, like no one kind of knows exactly what's going on and like time is just passing and you're mm -hmm. just passing time with this person and you're confused or like upset that they're seeking your attention when you're giving them your attention for mm -hmm. the most part that is just i think that's weird a little weird well, it's fair yeah i guess that's fair yeah you know, I, th I just saw that I saw that clip this morning and I was like, huh, that's very interesting. Um, cause I, but some guys do be stretching it, though. They do be stretching it. What you mean? Like if because because if, if we're texting, like mm -hmm. I don't I think in like, I don't know, maybe one day I don't text you mm -hmm. or you don't hear from me. And are you like, oh, where you at? Like what you been up to? Like, why are you not? That's mm -hmm. like you're stretching it. People are entitled like not to talk to you every single day. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Saying. Especially if you're casually dating. Right. Like, if it's, like, now if it's, like, three weeks and you hear from somebody and you're, like, oh, what's up? Like, that's not crazy. But if it's, like, you ain't hear from me for one day mm -hmm. and now you blowing up my phone. Three weeks is a long time. If I don't hear from you for three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go on, girl. 
איזה דאב. Please don't worry about me, I'm fine. <laughs> Please don't worry about me, I'm fine. <laughs> Now that was that work. I don't But really know how the dating thing goes though these days. Me either, bro. And I'm single. That's the crazy part. Ah! <laughs> that is the crazy part. I have no idea. So I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for like, you know, everybody. Like, Ross is a little childish though. And it's crazy you, because you it's said like. You Ross is a little childish. They are because it's like okay because it's like what kind of roster is it like are you sleeping with these people are you not sleeping with these people are there some people that you're sleeping with and some exactly. people that you're just hanging out with because like, if you're sleeping with five people it's like my nigga like you need to get a better paying job oh a hobby you know, you, you know what I mean you just like start knitting something because there's no reason why you should be rotating Good five night. people you should, there's no reason you should be rotating that many people having sex at one time you know what I mean especially if you're like mid-twenties In early 20s like it's still nasty but it's understandable because you're in college you know what i mean that's that that early phase of your of your life where you're figuring yourself out and stuff like that if you're in your late mid to late 20s and or early 30s and you and you like you got your job you got your entry-level job or your secondary and you got your or you got your raise and you know what i mean you're doing what you need to do with your life What do you, and you got in your rotation five people? Yeah, like if you got if much? you if you got that many people in your in your rotation, that means you just doing it just because you have the ability to now. Like, well, of, yeah, duh, that's crazy. Because you have the ability to do it responsibly, rather than irresponsibly when you were doing it when you were in your early twenties. So it's like, are you doing this because you actually want to do it, or because you can? And most of, most of the time, it's just because you can. Mm -hmm. Stupid. It's like Stupid. <laughs> I'd rather be trying to figure out how to get some money, to be perfectly honest. But that's just me. I feel that. That feel is just that. me. Or 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 helping the cause. Fighting the revolution, you know, all that all that good stuff. Not just fucking. Yeah. I, like I mean, and at the end of the day, like it's just a matter of how much access to your energy you want people to have and how much you're willing to Do you really want to entertain energy. five people throughout Too the course of a much. week? Whoa. It's five days. There's five days in a week. And the days be packed, okay? <laughs> Whether Thanks. you're doing something or not, it should be packed. Word. You could be sitting on your couch all day and whoo, a day's work, okay? Yeah. So, like. This is facts. I don't know. This is all facts. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. I guess we could close there. I don't really have anything else. Um, that's pretty cool. What we just did. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Send topics, questions, music, and music and movie suggestions. As always, you guys can find the podcast at vs Mike History on Twitter, and versus Mike History on Instagram. You can find me. At Mike History on Twitter and Last Name History on Instagram, and says, "Tell them where they can find you, um, if they want, if you want them to find you." Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not that interesting, but if you'd like to find me, you mm -hmm. can find me on Twitter at the Pretty underscore Gypsy, and you can find me on Instagram at this at Sess the God. Mm. No underscores, no nothing. No G A W D though for Word. God. All right, and that's pretty much it. So we'll see you guys It's next been real. week.